This is Shine On, the health and happiness show, with new episodes every week on how to live well. Shine On is heard all over the world as a podcast, but it's heard first on the radio in New York's Hudson Valley. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shine On. We are telling your stories today and into the future. So if you have a story to share, let me know. A couple weeks back, we talked to Jennifer Ackerman, who has a new book out about owls. And I was telling you last week that I got a great response. Everybody thinks the owls are so cool. And I'm intrigued by owls because I've heard stories that they sometimes appear at times when people are crossing over. Now, I had not discussed this with my dear friend Maggie, who I haven't seen that much of in many, many months because she's been spending time in Florida tending to her mother's end-of-life cycle. Maggie was catching up on listening to Shine On podcasts recently, and she sent me a text just the other day when she heard the podcast about the owls. She was like, oh my goodness, have I got a story for you about owls. And that's coming up. Shine On, the health and happiness show brought to you by New York Ketamine Infusions. When traditional treatments for depression, PTSD, anxiety, and other mood disorder treatments don't work, contact them to learn more about this game-changing therapy at nyketamine.com. We'll be right back. If you're coping with depression and nothing has worked, New York Ketamine Infusions would like to hear from you. They're accepting new patients suffering from depression, PTSD, anxiety, and other mood disorders. Ketamine works differently than traditional treatments, and they're the most experienced ketamine infusion center in the nation. New York Ketamine Infusions' physician-led team safely administers doses tailored for each patient and boasts an impressive 84% success rate. To learn more, visit nyketamine.com. Hi, it's Casey. This is Shine on the Health and Happiness Show, my friend Maggie was probably not surprised that I was doing a podcast about owls while she has an amazing story to tell about owls because we're very used to these kinds of coincidences popping up in our life. Synchronicities is more like it. Maggie recently gathered with her two sisters and her one brother in Florida and the siblings were all in their mom's home as she was preparing to cross over. Maggie recently sent me a beautiful picture of an owl in a tree that came to visit them, and she's here to share that story. Okay, so my mother was actively dying, and we had moved our dining room into what she called her lanai, which was just a sunroom, and we moved the hospital bed out to her dining room, and my sister had gone out to go get some dinner, so the four of us were sitting down for dinner, and I was facing outwards, and my sister was, I believe, to my right, and my brother was facing me, and my other sister was to my left. And as we sat down to eat our food, all of the sudden, out of the blue, I see this massive bird land in a tree. And I said, oh my God, Jane, it's the owl. Now, we had been hearing owls for years. My mom had lived in this particular condominium for 18 years and had heard them but had never seen them. So Jane and my brother took off, went running out to get a picture. As they were running, they ran into a cardinal. Then they looked up and they got a photo of the owl as well as a video and the owl turned back and forth and back and forth and then as they left there 
and went to go back into the house. They went into a little field behind the house, and they saw a black cat, which my mother had just been discussing, a cat that had died, oh, I don't know, 35, 40 years ago that she had seen on my shoulder. And my mother died less than 12 hours after that owl came. All right, let me ask you, this was dinner time in Florida, so the sun is still out, right? Yes. As a matter of fact, I can tell you the exact time that this happened because, of course, you know I have a copy of the picture. Mm. It was April 20th at 7.38 p.m. Wow. All right. It's unusual for owls to be seen in daylight, um, and especially it got pretty close to the house, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, enough so that we could get a very, very, very good picture and a very good video. You had heard the owls in the area but never seen one before. And and what what do you make of that? Well, the very first thing I did, of course, was look up what does owl medicine mean. And, of course, owl medicine particularly means death, and it does mean a big change. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she was actively dying. She was in hospice care. But to see the cardinal, the owl, and the cat all at the same time, but in particular the owl. And what's so interesting about that is my mother had a great horned owl print that hung on her wall. And this is a barn owl, and my son has a barn owl tattoo on his arm. Hmm. For any particular reason? Wisdom. Wisdom. (laughs) Wisdom. Okay. Because owls are so wise. Now, did you, were you able to tell your mother that you saw the owl? Yes. And what did she say? She was very happy mm-hmm. because she had been waiting 18 years for the owl to come. Wow. And wow. lo and behold, it bid her a fond adieu and flew her on her way to her next adventure. Is that what you believe? Oh, absolutely. Tell me about what your mom saw a cat on your shoulder. Well, because we had been talking about this cat we had. Her name was Jambi, Janie, Amory, Margaret, Buckley, B.Y. So that was the clever name of naming this cat. And my mom said, oh, look, (laughs) there's a black cat right on your shoulder. Now, of course, you know, there was obviously no black cat on my shoulder, but we just said, okay, Mm -hmm. there you go. And then there's a black cat right in the backyard. Wow. What do you make of this? I think it was all of, you know, my mother had a great affinity for all things animal and all things shamanic and all things mystical. And I think it was everything that she ever loved and cared about coming back and saying, come on, we're here for you. We're here for you. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. What kind of a reaction do you get when you tell this story? People are are pretty are pretty blown away, I must say, um, just because it's so unusual, and because people do spend like a million years looking for owls in in the wild, as you said on the podcast. You know, when the people who do this for a living, when they are in charge of the raptors, they know. But to see an owl in a tree looking at you, yeah. In real life, it's quite bizarre. Really? When did the owl leave you? It was very quick. Less than two minutes. So what are your thoughts about all of this? I think they're quite beautiful. You know, I think I've always, when, you know, you know I read cards as a living, and whenever an owl shows up in a reading, it's always pay attention to your own wisdom. Mm. And my mom was my teacher, so of course there was an owl there. Of course there was wisdom being shown to her four kids, who are, by the way, you know, like, 
in our 50s and 60s, but we were still her kids. Right. And so our she was, you know, passing on her wisdom to us. That, that's how I like to think about it. Is the owl came for her, and she was saying, use your wisdom, get through all this, it'll be fine. Since she's passed, have you had any contact? Actually, yes. I'm not sure um, if everybody has had contact with her, but the night that she died, we Jane and I were at her house, and we both had a dream. And I dreamt that we were going on a train ride, and it was across the Rockies, which was one of my mother's dreams. She she honestly believed like, a month before she died that she would be able to take a train ride across the Rockies. And Jane had a dream that she was on vacation with her husband, Brian, and my husband, Marco. And she woke up to my mother saying, Janie, Janie. Mm. I think she crossed over very quickly. I think that you have to be open to seeing the signs. They're all in front of us. And if you are open to them, you have the ability to have connections with, you know, nature, if that's what you are so inclined to believe in. or You have the ability to have a relationship with somebody who's no longer on this earth but always in your heart. That's my friend Maggie, and that's the beautiful story of how she and her siblings helped their mom cross over and were visited by an owl and a black cat and a beautiful red cardinal as they believe all of nature showed up to help their mom back home. Hi, it's Casey. You're listening to Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show, and we are telling your stories. Next up, a story from Joy. What made Joy's family suddenly change their mind and head into one particular store? Coincidence? That's coming up next. If you're coping with depression and nothing has worked, New York Ketamine Infusions would like to hear from you. They're accepting new patients suffering from depression, PTSD, anxiety, and other mood disorders. Ketamine works differently than traditional treatments, and they're the most experienced ketamine infusion center in the nation. New York Ketamine Infusions' physician-led team safely administers doses tailored for each patient and boasts an impressive 84% success rate. To learn more, visit nyketamine.com. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you for tuning in to Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show. I woke up the other day, and I just had this overwhelming feeling to post to the Circle of Women page, our Facebook group, that you're welcome to join. I posted, if you have a story to share, I'd love to tell it. Something remarkable or unusual, something that speaks to your heart. And I'm delighted at the number of calls that came in, and that's what we're going to be hearing throughout the summer. This story from Joy is about a summer trip to Massachusetts. Okay, so before I tell you this story, I should preface this um, with information that my parents immigrated to the United States from Barbados, and then they resided in Westchester. And one of their favorite things to do was to take vacations to Cape Cod. So that's, that's important for the story. So whenever we had guests visiting from out of town, whether they were family from Barbados, or other friends, um, we would take them to Cape Cod because it's a beautiful place. It's scenic and it's lovely and also gives them a chance to see another part of the United States. So my mother's nieces were visiting from Barbados and they're visiting us in Westchester. And my mother um, posed the you know suggestion, how about let's, let's take like a trip to, like a weekend trip to, to Cape Cod. And they were game for it because they had never been to Massachusetts and I went along as well. So it was just one of those things that we often did with guests. So 
um, and family. So my mother and I and my, her two nieces went to Cape Cod. And when we arrived there, we often had a certain routine that we'd like to do where we would go to certain, you know, scenic places, Hyannis Port. But one of the, I think, biggest attractions for us on Cape Cod was a store called the Christmas Tree Shop. <laughs> and the Christmas Tree Shop, um, this particular one was in Hyannis. And we loved to go there all the time. And I vividly remember remember always going, just going to the store. Because it wasn't just like any other Christmas tree shop. It had a bell tower. It was very ornate. It had this carolyn that chimed on the hour, and these three wooden figurines would emerge from this door in the tower, and they'd spin around, and this song would be playing, and it was just very magical. So on this particular occasion, my mother, her nieces, and I were planning to go to the Christmas tree shop, this one in, in Hyannis. And my mother just blurts out, out of the blue, she says, you know what, before we go into the Christmas tree shop, let's go over there to that, sh- that store over there. And she's pointing to a store, and the name of the store is called Soft as a Grape. <laughs> I'll never forget the name. And it's a t- like a T-shirt shop. You can buy all these really cool T-shirts, different Cape Cod scenes, and it's beautiful. But I was a little mystified by this because the whole point of this trip, you know, this outing, uh, was to go to the Christmas tree shops. I don't understand why my mom was to take this detour to Soft as a Grape. And she's not even into T-shirts. That's the other thing that makes me, it's kind of strange to me. Like, and why wouldn't we go there after or maybe like another day? So I tried to dissuade my mother and I said, well, I don't think we should go there. Like, shouldn't we just go to the Christmas tree shop first? It kind of like, that's why we're here. And she's like, no, no, she was adamant. So when, you know how it is, when your daughter and your mother says something like, okay, you say it, we're doing it. So we went into this store called Soft as a Grape. And then, you know, I'm looking around at T-shirts. My my mom is looking around. Her nieces are looking around. They love it because it's a beautiful store. So my mother pulls a T-shirt from the rack and she's looking at it, but she can't find the price. So she goes to the person at the register, a young woman, probably like maybe in her late teens, early 20s. And she asks this woman, she says, excuse me, miss, how much is this T-shirt? And the young lady who looks pretty young tells my mom the price. And when when she mentioned that, I noticed that she had like an Irish accent. I, I thought it, I caught a little bit of an Irish accent, but I wasn't sure. So you thought maybe, well, that's the end of the story. You know, my, my mom knows the price. We leave. We go to the Christmas tree shop. No. When my mother asks her that question and this young lady responds, the lady then says to my mother, she says, are you from Barbados? Now, this was really odd to me because sometimes it's not easy to place the accent. And the fact that this person didn't say, are you from Jamaica? Are you from Dominica? Like another Caribbean island. The fact that she was able to pinpoint the island <laughs> made all of our heads, like we all took a double take. We're like, wait, what? How did she know this? So we all kind of moved to the register. And my mother asked her, how were you able to, just from that short exchange, how did you figure out that I was from Barbados? And so she says to her, oh, well, I'm originally from Ireland, and I'm working here on Cape Cod for the summer. My classmate in Ireland, I have a really good friend who is my classmate in Ireland, and her mother has the same accent as you. In fact, I think her mother is from Barbados. So then my mother says, well, who is your friend's mother? Tell me her name. And the young lady says the name of her classmate's mom, and my mother says, oh, my goodness, that's my cousin. (laughs) And her daughter, who is your classmate, is my 
goddaughter. Oh, man. <laughs> and so we, we exchanged contact with this young lady. And, I mean, it was the most serendipitous. I can only call it that. I mean, it, it, it was just one of those moments where it was, we had a big laugh over this because not only does the young woman who works at the store come from all the way from Ireland, happens to be from the same location where my mom's cousin emigrated to uh, Ireland, but knew her knew her and knew her daughter, who was my mom's goddaughter. And it was just the most interesting thing. We all had a good laugh about it. And then, of course, I said to my mom, okay, so you know what? I learned a big lesson. Trust your instinct. Don't always rely on what makes sense and what's logical. And I'm so glad that my mom did not listen to my reasoning, which is, let's forget that T-shirt shop. Let's go into the Christmas tree store because we found someone who knew our cousin (laughs) who emigrated to Ireland. It's such a great story. And and here's the thing. If she didn't ask, if your mother had found the price on that T-shirt, you would have never known this, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yes. And it was a short exchange. That's the thing. It wasn't a long conversation. But yes, if she had not been looking for the price tag and could, like she couldn't find it. Didn't, so that's what prompted her to ask this young lady the question and then the young lady in response gives her the answer but then asks her are you from Barbados and that's when we all just was like we're like (laughs) okay something something amazing is about to happen (laughs) wow 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 because there were you know uh, four women in that store with connections to Barbados how crazy cool is that that is really wonderful and it makes you think that you know maybe there are just little angels whispering in our ear pushing us towards things or energy is pulling us forward that's i mean what what do you make of it i don't know what to call it but when you do have that voice or that inner knowing of what you what you need to do even if it seems ridiculous or um, illogical to listen to that voice. I feel like that's one example of other stories I've experienced in my life where things that that I did and I list when I listened to that voice, it prompted this like this series of events that would not have happened if I hadn't followed that. And then also just the idea that my mom must have I always asked her about this and we, we joked later on we called it this was our soft as a great story <laughs> because mm-hmm. of the t-shirt shop's name but my mom always said that she just had this feeling she couldn't explain it but she had this feeling that she had to go into the store and I you know and so and and we just kind of went along with that that was not part of our plan at all you know but she just had this feeling that she had to go in there did you ever have a feeling like that? Do you have a story you want to tell? Joy, we are so grateful for your family story. It really does make you think. Hi, it's Casey. This is Shine On, the health and happiness show brought to you by New York Ketamine Infusions. When traditional depression, PTSD, anxiety, and other mood disorder treatments don't work, contact them to learn more about this game-changing therapy. NYKetamine.com. We'll be right back. 
If you're coping with depression and nothing has worked, New York Ketamine Infusions would like to hear from you. They're accepting new patients suffering from depression, PTSD, anxiety, and other mood disorders. Ketamine works differently than traditional treatments, and they're the most experienced ketamine infusion center in the nation. New York Ketamine Infusions physician-led team safely administers doses tailored for each patient and boasts an impressive 84% success rate. To learn more, visit nyketamine.com. Hi, it's Casey. This is Sean. So glad you're here. This weekend, we're actually at Graymore, the Spiritual Life Center at Graymore, having a women's retreat. We have another one coming up later next month, August 18th through the 20th, and that's at Marriondale in Ossining. Nature trails and a pool and a prayer hut and lots of great conversation. So join us. Come with a friend or come by yourself and make new friends. We would love to have you. Visit caseysplace.com. So we explored today two stories that you could say are examples of coincidences. So I went looking to find what people like, say, Deepak Chopra had to say about synchronicity. He says, synchronicity is defined as meaningful coincidence, setting it apart from random coincidences. Synchronicity, he writes, is one kind of message that says, there's more in this world than you can dream of. Chopra writes, synchronicity implies that a higher intelligence can organize events so that meaning pops up unexpectedly. Such as when you think of a word and the next minute someone on TV says that word, you didn't create the coincidence, but something did. In your spiritual journey, he writes, you attempt to investigate what this something might be. Chopra calls it an organizing ability of pure consciousness. Synchronicity is a glimpse of this. And, he says, glimpses are valuable because they wake you up to the possibility that you don't live on a speck of a planet in a random universe. He continues, imagine that you put a close-up lens on a painter's palette. You'd see random jabs of his or her brush dipping into various colors. The jabs seem to have no pattern, but if you pull back, the painter is creating a beautifully composed, totally orderly painting. The order behind this apparent impersonal randomness is only discovered within. You must investigate on your own until you are satisfied that there is order and meaning beneath the superficial appearance of random, unfair, arbitrary, and perhaps ruthless occurrences. And Chopra warns against the attachment to drama, the endless play of light and dark, good and bad, pleasure and pain, holds us back from looking beyond. He says, on the spiritual journey, beyond is your destination. It gives an experience that transcends all drama, exposing everyday life as a kind of spell, dream, or illusion. He concludes, once you've expanded your awareness through meditation, yoga, and other proven practices for freeing your awareness, the drama starts to matter less and less. It's replaced by a deep assurance that wholeness can be comprehended and lived. By living in wholeness, you find that it doesn't matter what you label as random or meaningful. One reality is unfolding within itself. And when you merge with this one reality, the play of consciousness becomes your whole life. That's what Deepak Chopra has to say about coincidence and synchronicity. And you want to hear a story? You know how at the end of every Shine On podcast we have a quote? Do you know that was Maggie's idea? Maggie who told the first story today about her mom and the visitation from the owl? I guess that goes back to pre-COVID. Maggie was here, we were talking about the podcast, and she gave me that idea. And I like it. I hope you do too. 
So, our thought for the day comes from Philip Pullman, who wrote, After nourishment, shelter, and companionship, stories are the things we need most in the world. Shine on. You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show, with new episodes every week. It's your time to shine on.